welcome the board of Kane Radio Ship Shot. Steady slamming with you here in the air chair on a cold Monday afternoon. Coldest weather we've had so far. Not too good for the golf game. And uh, the forecast is about the same. I think it's going to um, be a carbon copy uh, tomorrow, what today was. It's that time of the year. Happy holidays. And happy golfing for those who gut it out. Let's thank our sponsors. Our title sponsor, as always, is GolfBalls.com. It's Christmas time. Shopping ahead of us. Give your loved one a golf gift. Go to GolfBalls.com and peruse around there. You can find everything you want in golf there. And if you have the OMV, you can uh, maybe try out some of that demonstrator club from all the top brand name companies and uh, hit into their simulator. Maybe you'll buy a set. Who knows? Be a nice present for yourself for Christmas. GolfBalls.com on Boulevard Lafayette. And then, of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. All our local golf clubs. Let's start out with Bellevue. They had a monthly dog fight. That was last month. But uh, with the weather being such, I don't think Ty has had uh, a chance to have it this month. But uh, the winner of that was Brandon Burdett with the 75, Ty's son. Ty finished second with the 76 and third place, Dean Dashe. And then they recently had a three-man scramble to benefit Acadiana High boys and girls basketball teams. Uh, winner of that, Ty Burdett, Brandon Burdett, and Mike Zerlot, minus 15. The Burdetts always win. Told them they need to bring that game down to New Iberia and try out some of our tournaments. <clears throat> so Eagle Ridge is next up. They're restarting their MGA. I know you know this uh, past summer they had that big uh, drive for membership with all a huge discount. Uh, that's, of course, ended, but uh, they have a large membership now, and so uh, they can have some nice golf tournaments uh, once they resurrect their uh, MGA, Men's Golf Association. Then uh, this month they were supposed to re-slope their, uh, by the Louisiana Golf Association, re-slope their uh, golf course so that they can add a senior tee. I don't know how they're going to do that because Eagle Ridge's tee boxes are awfully small, and that would give them four sets of tees. I'll try to get out there this week and uh, visit with uh, Jeff, the new pro out there, Jeff Dupan. Also at Eagle Ridge, they, um, they had the most recent Acadiana Pro-Am, 144 players teed it up over the course of three days. The winner was Ronnie H.A., Todd Viator, Doug Hunter, and Paul Olson, winning $150 with a plus 14. They actually tied Team 2 and won on a scorecard playoff. And uh, once again, that $150 merchandise is redeemable at golfballs.com. What a big benefit. Get your choice of many uh, options for, uh, for your golf needs. So finishing tied for second, well, finishing second, tied for first, was uh, Phil Malados, Rene D'Artez, Robbie Darden, and Mike Barrio. They won 100 bucks. Third place, here we go again, Ty Burdett. He must have an uh, inside track with Doug over there. Doug Beard, of course, is our CEO and tournament director. 
So he tied, my, uh, Ty Burdett tied, uh, well, on his team was Mike Fry, David Brown, and Carl Broussard. They won $60 and shot 12 under. On the individual side, low A, B, C, and D player, Garrett Terrio plus nine, Ronnie H.A. plus seven, Jules Hebert plus five, and Byron Price plus ten. Wow. The next one up will be Sugar Oaks. I'll talk about that more when I get to the Sugar Oaks section. But for right now, we're moving on over to Kane Row. And their specials, junior rates, uh, $25 before 1 p.m. and $15 after 1 p.m. They have a Veterans Day on Wednesday, retired or active veterans, only $25. Their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35 plus tax. And their twilight rate, which I think is probably uh, non-existent right now, so I won't even announce it since uh, the daylight's so short now. It's getting dark, what, it's... uh, it's a little after five, and it's almost dark. But if you want to be a member at Cane Row, you get some perks and uh, benefits there as well. 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and uh, they have the most well-stocked pro shop in our area for sure. $142 a month to be a member. And here's the uh, benefit that I like the most. You can book your tea time one week in advance. And when they're busy, they're really busy, and sometimes you can get behind a group that's really slow, and it'll mess up everything. So uh, members get to book their tea time one week in advance, outsiders or public play one day in advance. They also charge your handicap according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. My God, let me turn that off. And also, uh, they um, they waive your MGA dues. So uh, Raymond Bernard is the president of the MGA. I'm sure they're going to have uh, a lot of big tournaments coming up this uh, this spring and summer. And they also license to uh, sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. Nice benefit there. And here's some of their specials just in time for Christmas. Like I said, if you want to go Christmas shopping and don't want to go to golfballs.com, shop right here in our community because Cane Row, and you can be a public uh, shopper there as well. Johnny O. Polos, 40% off. Johnny O. Pullovers, 30% off. Travis Matthews Golf Shoes, 50% off. Big deal there. Golf Bags, 30% off. Hats, caps, visors, gloves, 10% off. They also have GPS range finders, which uh, gives you the yardage verbally. And then when Mr. GPS is not giving you that, it can play music for you. Young people love that music. Not me so much. Pro Ryan Desimo teamed up with a premier player at his golf course, or one of them. Brody's getting older, Brody LeBlanc, and uh, he's submitting to some of the younger players because he didn't win the club championship this year. But uh, nonetheless, he teamed up with uh, pro Ryan Desimo, and they played at Squire Creek in a pro scratch tournament recently and finished tied for 13th at three under par. The winning team, which include Jake Marla, a UL Raging Cajun player, and that was his home course as well. He teamed up with his pro and shot 800 and won the event. By the way, Ryan's taking a group of 30, get this, 30 players 
to go to Pebble Beach next month, play uh, Spyglass and all the nice courses, of course, Pebble, and all the other nice courses on the Monterey Peninsula. What a treat. Ryan knows pretty well an assistant pro. Of course, they have many at Pebble Beach, but uh, he knows one of them fairly well. They treat Ryan right. Good for him. Then down at Sugar Oaks, uh, their weekly specials still intact. Nine or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday, only $22. Once again, they're one of the only courses open on Monday in our area. Then their all-day special is Wednesday, $31. Play as many holes as you want. And uh, truthfully, that's the one I like the best because uh, on Wednesdays, they start their MGA starts the week of, uh, of tournaments. They have their scramble on Wednesdays. And this past Wednesday, the team of uh, Pat Ainsley, Ronnie Finley, and Eric Lachelet shot five under par and won the uh, Wednesday Twilight Scramble. Of course, they teeing off around 2.30 with the daylight so short now. Then, like I said, the MGA has a series of tournaments Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So on Friday, they had a shamble. And, uh, of course, that's when you all hit and you select the best shot, best tee shot, and then you play your own ball from there in. So the winners on the front back and 18 was Dylan Mesh, Ted Mesh, and Keith Domain. And they were plus four and plus 11. Then on Sunday, they had November 26th, they had their shootout. It's where you play your own ball. So uh, the, they had two flights. The, the top flight winner was Bill McNett, minus one. And the lower flight, Eric Lachelet, plus three. Then winning the all-important skins, right, because that's where you collect cash money. Lots of it. Ronnie Finley was a big winner with plus five skins, or rather five skins. Bill McNett, four skins. Eric Lachelet, three. Dylan Mesh and Kevin Ledford, one each. Lots of fun at Sugar Oaks. And so I mentioned earlier that Sugar Oaks is having our season-ending Pro-Am. And you can play December 5th, 6th, or 7th. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of next week. And it's $43 this time. It's usually $35, but uh, they serve it a gumbo. And uh, Gil will be cooking that up for all three days. And uh, I know he's a good gumbo cooker. I've had some of it before. And with that $43, you get a floating mulligan. You can use it anywhere on the course during year-round. And also at Sugar Oaks, uh, the Gator Golf Club, which most of its members are from Sugar Oaks. Kind of worried about Boyd Booty. Hadn't heard from him in a while. He's the uh, director of the Gator Golf Club, scheduling all its tournaments and uh, for the course of the year. <coughs> and uh, that this year is about to end, right? So uh, better hear from Boyd soon. They were supposed to have a tournament on November 11th at Beaver Creek and Zachary and didn't get uh, any results from that. So uh, I kind of got a feeling it, uh, it got uh, rained out or weathered out, whatever. But their most recent uh, outing was at Oak Wing in Alexandria, and the winner of the first flight was Heath Boudreaux. He was plus four. Second flight winner was Nathan Como, plus five. They're looking to have their season-ending tournament at Mallet Cove, the newly uh, renovated and opened Mallet Cove. It's not renovated. I had a chance to go there with my grandson, which I'll talk about in a bit. But uh, Mallard Cove is not renovated. It was completely moved for two or three miles from the original site. 
and uh, started from scratch. It's a very nice golf course, link style, not a tree on the golf course, very undulating fairways and greens, and you have to play the ball on the ground more or less like they do in Scotland and in the uh, links courses overseas. <coughs> if you're looking for a little part-time job, Sugar Oaks is a place, 364-7611. You can work outside or inside there, called Kylie. And then the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, their president is Lawson Ruley, and I appreciate and thank him for getting me this information. They have two tournaments every month, and their second Tuesday of the month tournament is their out-of-town course tournament, and most recently it was played at Bayou Bend in Crowley. The winner's winner of that was Sid Thibodeau. Second place, Brent Galata. Third place, Myron Rodriguez. Fourth place, Eric Rosen. And then the fourth Tuesday of the month is their club tournament right there on their home course at ABAB Municipal Golf Course in Lafayette. Winner of that, first place, it's a team event. It was blind draw. First place, Terry Clement, John Pierce, and Tim Maringos with plus 11. Second place, Fairley Painter, Eric Rosen, John Pierce, plus 8. And third place was a tie, so I won't name all those names. And talking about the juniors, uh, like I said, I recently got to take my grandson, Drew, to uh, what was called the Texas PGA slash Louisiana Junior Golf Tours Fall Classic. In other words, the Louisiana Association and the Texas Association joined forces and played right there on the, the border or state line of Texas and, and Louisiana. And it was played at Mallet Cove in Lake Charles, and the weather was pretty much terrible. Cold and rainy, uh, especially the first day. And uh, Drew had uh, even par 72 on his opening round, and then he was two under par through 12 holes and one shot out the lead with five holes to play. And his driver went array, and he ended up finishing plus one for the tournament. He was three over par on those last five holes and uh, finished sixth. The winner was Kai Hanks from uh, Lake Charles, five under par. Well, Drew better get used to Mallard Cove because t two big tournaments are coming up next year for him. In the spring, March, it's going to be the American Junior Golf Association, which is a nationwide tour of junior golfers, top-ranked golfers, must I say, because they'll come from all over the country to play Mallard Cove. And then later on in the summer, the Louisiana State Junior Championship is going to be held there. Of course, we all know that's a big event for our state, especially right here in Louisiana for the juniors. Finally, on the junior scene, uh, a guy named Miles Russell, speaking of the L American Junior Golf Association, it's sponsored by Rolex, and he won Player of the Year Award. And the reason I bring this up is he's only 15 years old, and uh, he, he's uh, the youngest player to win this award, and Tiger Woods was the youngest. Congratulations to Greg Sonia. He recently uh, participated in the PGA Assistance championship um, and uh, on the Wanamaker course he finished uh, with a score of 81-74 missed a cut by two shots and then uh, finally uh, Mickey Bradley one of my longtime friends uh, 50 years 
He uh, recognized as a PGA Century Club member, and uh, he was a pro at Ellendale in the late 1970s, PGA Tour official. Um, and then finally, on the uh, high school scene, high school scene, huh? or rather, kind of distracted uh, a phone call. We're supposed to have a special guest on the other side, and uh, that would be my son, Theodore, the coach of the Raging Cajuns. Talk a little bit about college golf, but uh, after the commercials, we'll check it out and see if, if uh, Theodore's on the other side. But I'd like to end with this. High school teammates and friends, Paul Jones and Kevin Groy, recently won the Ellendale Country Club member guests. They're also past winners of the Oakbourne Country Club member guests, where Paul's a member. And uh, happy birthday to Paul. This coming Thursday is November 30th. And that's Paul's birthday. He was born in 1973. And if my math is right, young man's going to be an old man, 50 years old and a senior. With that, we'll take a break and see who's on the phone line. Hopefully, it's, uh, it's uh, UL Raging Cajun coach Theodore Sliman. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Ken Radio's Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. I'm flying alone tonight as my friend and colleague Ralph Boxcar Bajeron is, uh, is not with me. He, uh, he had some other business to attend to. So let's go to the phone lines and see who's on the air there. Hello, you're on the air. Hello there. Looks like it wasn't Theodore. And uh, we'll just have to move on without him. Maybe he'll call in a little later. All right, let's see what's happening on the uh, national golf scene. The PGA DP World Tour, the DP Tour is a European tour. They, they co-sanctioned the tournament with the Sunshine Tour. That's over in uh, South Africa. And they played at Joburg Open at, at Johannesburg, South Africa, at the Houghton Golf Club. And uh, Dean Burmester won the golf tournament. Uh, and it was a big win for him. He uh, he was a former. Uh,
player that uh, qualified for the Open at Troon by winning this tournament. And, uh, wow, what a big deal for him there. Okay, here's the phone lines. Let's say hello. You're on the air with Chip Shots. Hey, Pops. Hey there. How are you? Great. Thanks for calling you're flying, in. You're flying solo tonight? Yes, I am. Box score had uh, all kind of things, issues going on with his with his life. So uh, he, uh, he took the day off. But uh, just trying to talk a little golf during, during – uh, you know, a time of the year where golf's not really uh, on the highlights. So I uh, yeah. thought I'd give you a call and see. Uh, I got a few qu few questions, you know. Maybe uh, maybe you can answer these concerning uh, college golf. And, and, of course, you're a raging Cajun golf team. I know you all not practicing or anything as such right now. But um, here's my first question, so let's get right to it. Golf stat was uh, always uh, the NCAA's live scoring uh app or whatever you call it where we followed golf golf tournaments like with the, the raging cajuns played in you can keep up to date with their with their scoring live scoring and uh that kind of went away and uh they provided other benefits for you golf coaches so uh tell us what happened with uh golf stat and what's the future look like for that uh app yeah well it's, it it really caught it caught all of us off guard and that's every Division One golf coach out there in July when when the GCAA, which is the the College Golf Coach Association of America, announced along with the NCAA that GolfSat would no longer be providing not only the live scoring piece but the ranking is the more important piece. So <clears throat> there's a lot of speculation, but I won't get into that. But there, there was a, general, a, a previous coach that had resigned a couple years ago that started Spike Mark. And he went ahead and got it approved by the NCAA to be the, the ranking system for all divisions of college golf. And where it kind of caught all of us off guard is that there wasn't any, any announcement there wasn't any bidding processes. There wasn't any opportunities for other businesses to, to try to, to do the same. It seemed like it was kind of a behind-the-closet, backdoor type of deal. And long story long, so we start our fall season. Now, mind you, Golfstat had been providing the rankings since 1984 and statistical services since 1984. And then all of a sudden, they were told, you're not going to be doing it anymore. And very, very sad story on Golfstat, both the, the original owner and his son, and his son both died from ALS. Wow. And so the, the, the Mrs. Lash, the, 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 the mom, the, the wife, she's running Golfstat. And so when she told this in July... She had to uh, basically lose her company, and she, she you know, had to get, fire most of her staff and resorted to a skeleton crew. And when we, when we open up the season across the country, Spike Mark crashed. Oh. And it, couldn't, it didn't work. And they supposedly said they were hacked. I have a hard time understanding what somebody would want to hack Spike Mark Four. You usually hack a company that you can get ransom from, but 
nonetheless, golf stat comes through, and she she does at least helps the, the, the hosting teams with the live scoring piece of it. And so we go all fall without a ranking. And finally, a week and a half ago, a company called Clip, C-L-I-P-P-D, took over for Spike Mark, and they contracted a guy by the name of Mark Brody, who the, the golfing person would under, know that this is, uh, he's the one that wrote the book, Stroke Gained, and he's the one that basically does the payouts for the PGA Tour. Oh, wow. In the rankings, in the rankings. Well, oh, wow is okay, but I'm not a big fan, and I think his system is, is really poor, and I don't think it fits for college and team golf. Okay. Um, um, so he's trying to he's trying to say that he has a system, and we actually sat on a webinar last Tuesday, and I'm scheduled to sit on another webinar tomorrow morning that he's leading, and they had over 300 college golf coaches on these webinars. So wow, God! Imagine yeah. how important this is to to the college scene. Mm-hmm. No, no, no this question. Way, if this was if this was football or basketball, it would be on the front page of ESPN every morning and night. Right. And it's unfortunate that we're going through this, but it's, uh, it's just, it's not adding up. The, the ranking system that he has put in place is not adding up. And he's got, he's got a lot of changes, in my opinion, that need to happen. Or we need to just go back to golf stats. And ironically, Golf Week was another ranking that the NCAA used, both golf stats and golf week, they would kind of look at both of them and compare. Well, if you've tried to find golf week college rankings for the last month and a half, you, you can't because they pulled theirs off. Now, they did that due to, I don't know why, I, I can't answer for that, but mm-hmm. I, I sure wish they would come out with, a, with it. I know they have rankings con, from the fall. I wish they would make them public. Well, I, I saw one ranking, and I don't know if it's accurate, where the Kings were ranked 102 out of, that's 300-plus teams. So if you were equipped top third in the country, um, uh, how, how accurate is that? Is that and, and then, I, I, I would be honest, I think that's off by about 25 spots. Okay. I think, uh, and not, this is very humbly speaking, I, I've, I've been fortunate to coach for 16 years, and I've seen our ranking at 150 in the country, and I've seen our ranking at 45th in the country. Mm-hmm. And I, I know by the performance we played this fall, I, I would say, you know, I, I would say that we're a 75th or 70, 70th to 80th team is where we should have fell with the performance we had this fall. Right. Y'all have like to add to where my concern, and I, I don't understand. You know, and it, not to not to not to stir the pot with our ten listeners, but that <laughs> thanks any of them any of them are ULM fans. Not to stir the pot with any of them, but we played five events this fall. That's fifteen rounds of golf. We shot one round over par. The other fourteen were under par. And in three of our tournaments. With ULM was at the same tournament, 
We beat them all three times. They're ranked better than us. Yeah, it wow. Make, it doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't you make know. sense at all. And I love them. I love them to death. Uh, a young man that I hope is just going to really not pay attention to this. You know, poor, poor Kale Fontenot, the Lafayette kid who had a really, really strong fall season. And we saw he won Eastlake Cup on um, on national TV. But where where things aren't adding up is that, you know, for that 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 tournament was a one round tournament mm-hmm. against four teams. And under Mr. Brody's under Mr. Brody's point system, the team that finished third that day got significantly more points than Arkansas State, who won their three-day tournament over 20 teams by 15 shots. Wow! Well, this is this is really crazy. I mean, what's his reason for these uh, misconceptions here? I mean, it's uh, and 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 then answered. That's why we're having another webinar tomorrow. Okay. It just hasn't. He hasn't been able to answer it. I, you know, it, it's 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 really it. it, it <laughs> I can go on details on some other examples, but you got teams playing match play, one round matches, and the losing team is getting more points. Than 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 the team that wins the three day stroke play tournament. Yeah, none of that makes sense. So, on that subject, if he's off that much with his uh, computer for 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 the NCAA, off, do, do you think there's a possibility that he might be off with the PGA Tour assessment of strokes gained, putting, driving, etc.? I, I can't I can't answer that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I'm not familiar with the PGA Tour and the. Yeah, but I mean, you 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 would, you know, if 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 his if his computer rankings are off on one one thing, you you would be, you know, skeptical him doing it on on another avenue. But uh, yeah, let, no. I would think. I would think. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I, I don't know. That I, I'm so happy y'all going to do this because maybe uh, in the next two or three weeks we'll. Uh, out and uh, maybe we can catch you on again and, and find out what's going to transpire because uh, I know how important this is to you and, and all the other 300 plus golf coaches on, on rankings and, and on you know recruiting and, and such. But no, absolutely. Not only that, but you, you got you got you got individual accolades and you know all Americans and PGA Tour University and a lot of a lot of things where you know it's it's extremely important to. There's a, there's a trickle-down effect to, to these rankings. Sure. You have and to get it accurate. All right. Well, my next question is maybe along those same lines, but, um, you know, for, especially this time of the year, the transfer portal, NIL, you know, <laughs> how, how do these things, when we're talking about the NCAA, how does these things affect the game of golf as far as uh, the NCAA and, and, and all that's uh, involved? Sure. I think, I mean, it's not as significant, obviously, because it's the sport of golf. Right. And it's not, it's not there, but, I mean, it, it's still there. And it's, I, I can only speak on my behalf, but I'm, a, I'm against it. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't like it at all. I think it's uh, it's just going to separate the the, the 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 power five away from from everybody else, and I, I don't like the message it's sending. You know, if you I was talking about this, I can't remember who I was talking with it just the other day, but you know the transfer portal. Well, you know if you don't. If you don't like your job, you just jump in the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't like your wife. You just <clears throat> jump in the transfer portal. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, I know it sounds, you know, and that, and yes, there are the exceptions where certain fits are not right for everybody, and mistakes are happening. But you know, to, just to be able to jump in the in this portal, and and what's really getting bad is, you know, moving forward, you're not going to be, you know get a kid from the transfer portal and he comes and breaks team policy or quits you're stuck with his scholarship wow yeah so um, okay so so how many go ahead i just don't understand the ncaa and I, i think i think the ncaa is really too much bowing down at times to the student athlete and they, they really need to they need to realize that they are 18 19 20 year old kids that that their brains have not completely developed yet right and you know uh, now i know there's a lot of money involved no don't get me wrong but I, I just i don't understand i don't understand given you know it's like you're almost giving too much power to the to the students no, I, I agree 100% with you, especially when you look at it, you know, like I said, football fans now, nowadays are looking at that pretty hard, you know, but golf's a different animal for sure. And, and I mean, like, you, you now have to recruit the players. Uh, and, and, and by the way, how many scholarships do you have available? What's that? How many? Four and a half. Four but and here, but here, here's, here's, the, here's, here's what some teams are doing, so just to show you the unfair advantage of this NIL. So you can't give an international an NIL because an international student is not allowed to work off campus. Okay. So they are not qualified under their visa to get NIL. Mm-hmm. So let's just say the University of Auburn costs 25000 to go to Auburn per student. Okay. And we have four and a half scholarships. So what, what a team like that will do is they'll go to their boosters and say, look, we need $150,000. And they're going to give that $150,000, they're going to give it to, to their five or six domestic kids. They'll say, here's the $25,000 NIL. We're going to pay for your school. And then they use their other four and a half that the university has for their international students. Wow. Well, I guess that's it. I think that's an un, just. I mean, that's a big time unfair advantage. Oh, yeah. no question. How do you how do you compete against that? You can't. Not not at a, at a small school like UL. You know, it's. Well, uh, we're not even really a small school. So imagine. Imagine the the the, the, the real small schools. You know. The, the yeah, it's just it, I, I think the NCAA is losing their their grip on on uh, what's going on in reality, and 
you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm like you. you they're, they're, they're bowing to these kids, and uh, they, they should be making more uh, decisions as far as uh, amateur athletics are concerned. And, uh, I mean, there's no such thing as an amateur anymore in, in, in any of these sports, you know. And, and that was a big thing in golf, you know. Myself being a PGA golf pro, you know, I, I had the right to play for money in tournaments, whereas the amateur couldn't play for money but played for, for you know, prize money versus, you know, equipment and, and merchandise and stuff. So, and, and all of that's going down the tube now that uh, all, all these this NIL and this transfer portal and stuff with college golf is is bringing about it's it's uh it's no having uh, an amateur for for a golfer that that's going down no. the wayside so too because you know i mean uh, it, it teaches you lifelong qualities you know lifelong values that that are being just put aside by the NCAA and you and you hope and pray that something can be done about it cuz this is important stuff i mean it's not only the money but it's also, uh, you know, the future of these kids and their lives. What do they do with themselves, you know, once they move on from, from their sport? Absolutely. I don't know what the percentage would be, but, you know, maybe you know. How many, how, what percent of college golfers go on to professional golf and make a living at golf? Yeah, like, like less than 3%. Yeah. And that's skewed because you have the mini tours, and they can, you know, it's uh, less than less than two percent in baseball. It's less than less than three point five percent in football. It's, yeah, it's a very very small percentage. So we're talking about a big big number of uh, you know student athletes that are are being neglected, I should say, and uh, that's a shame, really. All right, well, um, UL plays its golf at uh, Oak Bay, and y'all have a nice relationship there. Um, your office is there. You have beautiful hitting bays that are state-of-the-art and up there with all the top-ranked uh, college golf uh, universities o- over the country. Yours is, is top-notch and right, right up there with them. So what's, what's the future look like uh, for, for uh, advancing and progressing uh, your, your, uh, um, your facility? Yeah, well, we had last month we did. We had a nice little ceremony with uh, – the team and the, the conference championship, uh, Dr. Maggard came and gave gave the team their their conference championship rings, and then we also had kind of a hidden announcement that night at Oakbourne that um, we were working on on a short game practice facility, and you know had 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 an architect come in and kind of just do some very vague renderings of what it could potentially look like but um hoping to hoping to start a, a fundraising campaign soon and and see about modifying the existing chipping green in short game area there where it's only one green right now and it's a little bit of a challenge to navigate a team and the membership all together where if we could build multiple greens that are maybe a little bit bigger square footage and you could have, you could have, you know, the team and the membership practicing at the same time, and um, I think it's a win-win for everybody. When you look at PGA PGA of America magazine, they state that 
83% of new memberships, the first question that they have is what, what is the practice facilities look like? Mm -hmm. So I think golfers in today's world have really moved from where it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, they'd show up to the pro shop and go to the first tee and play, where I think, I think you're seeing a lot more golfers practice all pieces of their game a lot more in today's climate. And, and Oakbourne's a testament to that. That driving range is a busy driving range, as you know. Oh, I'm telling you. It's incredible. You know, and the same would be true for this short game area. So, um, and obviously, selfishly, from for the team standpoint, <laughs> you know, it's, it's an area that we can drastically improve. Uh, even though we're having a good fall with a really great scoring average, I think, I think if they could get it up and down a little bit more and make a few more putts, it could really be special, and that's where you're going to do it. You're not going to do it on the driving range. You know, I, I want to talk about your, your schedule for, for the spring, but first, since you mentioned practicing and stuff, I, I read an article today on Tiger Woods. He spoke to, uh, I'm not sure the name of the company, but it's a big company like Ping or somebody, that, uh, but to, to college students and, uh, you know, how to prepare for a tournament. Of course, we all know, Tiger Woods was anal about practicing, but he said in his heyday, he hit a thousand every day in preparing for a tournament. And he said, now, wait a minute, that could be misleading, okay? He said, I might hit 300, I might hit 600 chips and, or 600 pucks and 100 chips, whatever it was. He said, but, uh, no matter what you're doing, whether you're chipping or putting, it's it's uh, it's improving your feel and touch, and uh, that that just astounded me because you know I always thought, man, I got to hit a thousand. I tried one day to try to hit a thousand balls when I was 20 years old. It's it's almost impossible to try to hit 1,000 full golf shots, and uh, now I know what 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 that thousand meant when Ben Hogan said it too. Oh yeah, I got a funny story on that. So. It has to do with your, 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 your late nephew. So he, Kinley was a assistant pro at Oakbourne. Right. And he, he got a lesson from Mr. Lionel Bear. And Mr. Lionel said, Kinley, I'm going to come back in two weeks. And I, here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit 500 balls a day for the next two weeks. And so Kinley's hands were bleeding. And Mr. Lionel goes to meet them, meets up with him, and two weeks later, and he says, "Well, tell me how you feel." And Kinley says, "Well, Mr. Lionel, I can barely swing the club; my hands hurt." <laughs> and Mr. Lionel said, "You know, out of those 500 balls, you could have chipped about 400 of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's just what. And then you yeah. know, I mean, Tiger. Woods old-style old mentality, you know, like from Lionel Abraham's day with Ben Hogan and all those great players. But talk about I'll let you go back to your family tonight and appreciate you calling in, but Absolutely. talk about no, your schedule you. a little bit in the spring. Exciting. We have a, we have a very, very uh, competitive and high-level high schedule for the spring. We open up at, uh, at South Alabama in Mobile and, and Historically, there's you know Florida State, Illinois, LSU, a lot of a lot of highly ranked teams there, and then then we'll go out to Las Vegas where we host, and it's a 20, 20 team field, um, which is uh, we're obviously looking looking forward to hosting out there, and 
and, and hopefully getting quite a few wins in a large field. And then we come home to the Louisiana Classic, which in my 16-year tenure, it's the best that, that, that I've been associated with. And we have, you know, LSU's coming, Wake Forest is coming for the first time, uh, Texas A&M, <coughs> hmm. SMU, TCU, Michigan. We're, we're really, we've got a heck of a field. So I, I, hopefully the weather will turn nice in March and, I'd love all the new Iberia to come out there because we put on a really good show last year, and I plan on adding to it with the the, the the Cajun theme and the Cajun festivities and the television. It was really, really nice. And then uh, after 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 our home event, we'll hop over closely to Houston, where we've played every year in the All-American there, and that's a rich historic tournament. At uh, where they, they used to host the PJ Tour event, and then then we'll go in early April. We'll go to uh, a new event for us, and that's at the University of Texas A&M. Once again, highlighted with a bunch of Power Five schools and and, and really elite field there. And then lastly, we'll end regular season at Mossy Oak at Mississippi State. Um, so. You know, we're playing an SEC schedule pretty much. Wow, that's great. And uh, a lot of opportunities. A lot yeah. of opportunities. You know, not not to get into detail, but you look at the world amateur rankings, the WAGGER, and from a from a ranking standpoint, I think our, our smallest event in the spring is going to be about 450, where that, that's pretty darn good when you when you're talking about the likes of a, of a U.S. amateur, is about 900. Mm-hmm. The rest of our tournament's strength of field ranking will be around 6 to 650. So that's important from a team standpoint, but it's also important from an individual standpoint. Right. And a lot of these boys want to play in some high-level high amateur tournaments in the summertime. Well, this is a great opportunity for them to, to stack their resume and, and, and make their resume really appeasing to these big tournaments. Right. Man, well, that's great. And so, uh, you, you, did you say you finish up the uh, the Sun Belt Conference Championship? Well, yeah, that was regular season, and then postseason would be. Yep, we're going back to Annandale, mm-hmm. there in Madison, Mississippi, for the Sun Belt Conference Championship, and then, you know, LSU is hosting regionals this year. So, cross oh. our fingers and, and and cross our fingers that you know we can have a productive spring and maybe a repeat of last year, and and we could be really neat to to play in, in, in Baton Rouge at a, at a regional. Well, it would be a, a great uh, a great season and hopefully, you know, advance on from there. But uh, just to get there would be would be a big tribute. And, uh, man, that would be awesome. I didn't realize that. But uh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. All right. But I do. I appreciate, I appreciate being on the air with you, Pop. I, I do, too. I appreciate you, uh, you filling in some time for me because with boxcar a little bit uh, hard this time of the year to to gather information, but uh, you did a great job for me, and I appreciate that. Go enjoy your family, and tell my grandkids and your beautiful wife hello for me. I certainly will. Thanks a bunch. Love you, and go Cajun. All right. Thank you. All right. So that's my son, annual head coach, golf coach, Theodore Sliman. It's hard to believe he's been there over 15 years. My time flies. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we got about ten minutes left. Let's uh, let's end up with uh, some of the action that went on in our country. 
rather outside of our country on the national golf scene. I was talking about the Joburg Open, in the, which is in Johannesburg, South Africa. It was played. Uh, it's a, it's a co-sanctioned tournament between the DP Tour and uh, the Sunshine Tour, which is strictly South Africa. But, the, of course, the DP Tour is a European tour. It was played at Houghton Golf Club, and a guy named Dean Burmeister won the tournament. And he is a current live player. And uh, normally, uh, live players aren't allowed to play in PGA or DP Tour-sanctioned tournaments. But this guy qualified by getting a national exemption from the, uh, the country of South Africa because he's a native. And so uh, he slipped in the back door, so to speak. But winning this tournament to this guy, he's 34 years old, so he's no spring chicken, especially the golf he qualified for the Open Championship. That's the British Open Championship, which is going to be played at Royal Troon next summer, 2024. So uh, what a big deal for him. And then on the Asian PGA Asian Tour, the Australian, Australian PGA was played, and 25-year-old Min Woo Lee won that tournament. He is the younger brother of... Minji Lee, she is a superstar on the LPGA Tour. So, uh, younger brother, he's 25 years old. He won at Royal Queenslake Golf Course, shot 20 under par, 264 for his third DP Tour win. And uh, finishing second was Raikuya Hiroshona. He's a J Japanese guy. If I could pronounce it right, you would, you would understand that, but I can't, so nonetheless... He's number thirty now he's ranked thirty-eighth in the world ranking, so he moved up quite substantially. And uh, uh Lee is also a former US junior champion. So uh good things for uh, the Lee family there. So who's gonna win uh PGA player of the year? That's the PGA Tour Player of the Year. It's uh it's also called the Jack Nicholas Award. And as uh well maybe you don't know, but uh PGA Tour members vote on this, so it's not calculated by any uh, formula or by any uh, wins and losses. It's uh, strictly a vote of your peers. And uh, in the running is uh, John Rahm versus Scotty Scheffler. And uh, the headlines of the article said, Mr. Potency versus Mr. Consistency. And uh, here's why. Mr. Consistency is, of course, Scotty Scheffler. 27 years old. He won only twice, I say only twice, on the PGA Tour, but he won the, the Phoenix Open, and he also won the Players' Championship, which is uh, also known as the fifth major in the eyes of the pros. But he finished tied for second in the PGA. He finished third in the U.S. Open. So in all, he finished in the top 10 17 out of 23 times. That's why he's missed a consistency. And only three times did he finish outside the top 12. And his scoring average, 68.63. He won the Varden Trophy, which is the lowest scoring average on the PGA Tour. And that, that finished seventh all time. Of course, I've talked about this before, but holding the record for, for one, two, three, four, five, and six was the one great Tiger Woods. But uh, other than Tiger, he has the lowest scoring average. Scotty does. Now, John Rahm, he won four times on the PGA Tour, and one of them was a big 
It was the Masters. He also tied for second in the Open Championship and tied for 10th in the U.S. Open. John Rahm. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. They're voting this week. Uh, we'll find out who wins. And speaking of Tiger Woods, poor Tiger set another record. This was not a good one, though. He has a career low in the world golf rankings. He's ranked number 1,307. That's the lowest he's ever ranked. Even in his debut, when he came out as an amateur, he was ranked higher than that. He was ranked 720th as an amateur. Of course, Tiger Woods, we know, is not playing anymore. But the good thing is he will be playing, and playing soon. He's going to return to action at the Hero World Golf Challenge, which he hosts. Of course, it's only a 20-player field, and it's in the Bahamas. But uh, top players will be playing in that, and Tiger is a host and will be playing in that. He also announced that he would be playing with his son, Charlie Woods, 14-year-old who won the Florida State High School Championship recently as a freshman, along with his teammates at Benjamin High School. But he and Charlie will be playing in the Parent Junior Championship. Uh, they always play in the PNC. And, uh, you know, they love to do that. Tiger loves his son and uh, going to play golf with him. All right, let's end with this. Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah, last week we talked about the LPGA, the European Ladies Golf Tour, the LET, joining forces and uh, becoming one tour together under one the governorship. Well, they're going to hold off doing that. It, it was a proposal, and they're going to hold off doing that to a later date, Commissioner Molly Marceau announced. All right, with that, I'll uh, end my show, but uh, please note that uh, coming up next, the... Uh, CHS Coaches Show with uh, the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry, and of course, Coach uh, Matt Desimo, uh, the head of the Panthers there, as they ended up their season with a disappointing loss in, the, in their uh, playoff game. But uh, they talked about that last week. I think this week they're going to be talking about all the seniors on the Catholic High football team, and that's going to be something to, uh, to behold for sure. So stay tuned for that. We got news up and then that. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611, 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the 10.